Are you ready? Yo. It's time, time to separate the men from the boys. boys. Get down to the business of sport right here on the world-famous Ginger's Perspective. Hello and welcome to Football 2 Plus 3. It's Friday. There's a weekend of football ahead. It's the best league in the world. And it's all about one game. And it's not the game you're thinking of. No, not the League Cup final. In fact, it's all about these two gentlemen going to war on Sunday at Old Trafford. And the War of Words started a long time ago, so there's no love lost going into this one. Because I don't behave as a clown on the touchline, it means that I lost my passion. I prefer to behave the way I'm, I'm doing it. I think that someone forget what uh, said in the past, uh, or what, uh, which is uh, his behavior. Much more mature, better for my team, better for myself. I don't think you have to behave like a crazy guy on the touchline to have that uh, that passion. The main sassinile, when you are a, a, a bit, uh, it's very difficult, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When are you? When are you? I don't think there's. I don't for, think forget, there's... forget uh, uh, what what do you do in the past? That passion you see it every day, and uh, the way a person is dedicated to his. Uh, uh, to his work, not what you do in front of, in front of the cameras. He's a person that continue to look, to look here. You understand? He went away, but he continued to look here. I don't need the Chelsea manager to say that I made mistakes in the past and I will make in the future, hopefully. I behaved bad a few times. And uh, in this moment, I control myself much better. Doesn't mean that my passion is not the same. Mo, I think these two guys, um, it's fair to say, would not be sharing uh, a last bag of tumbles or of uh, peanuts and raisins, would they? Or, or even sending one another Christmas cards. Uh, yeah, you, you can see they, they definitely don't get along. Uh, they just have con- contrasting styles and they, the way they, you know, the way they are with the media and all of that is totally different. But it's weird that it's like that. I mean, okay, yeah, Jose has picked fights with a lot of managers over the past, but he had a very good friendship with Sir Alex. And you'd think that when they, you know, Chelsea and United were competing and all of that, that they would actually not get along, but they do. Who needs this win more, Mo? Because, I mean, there's only a couple of points separating these teams, but it could mean that should United lose... A Chelsea victory combined with a Liverpool victory, all of a sudden you're in fourth spot. And if you count Spurs, if they beat Crystal Palace, United could be in fifth by the by, by Sunday. And that performance against Sevilla hasn't inspired a lot of confidence, has it? Yeah, it all seems to be going wrong. I mean, since the Spurs game, things haven't worked out. You know, Pogba's this whole issue surrounding him. But, you know, as a fan, I'd say United need the win more. I don't want Liverpool and Chelsea above us. That would be catastrophic. Um, but, yeah, United needed more, but Chelsea will be going for it. Eh? I think so, and I think Chelsea might see this as an opportunity to turn the corner. They're a little dip in form. Uh, I mean, they bounced back against West Brom. Uh, West Brom are in all sorts of trouble under Pardew. I mean, he's even fighting for his job, I believe. Eden Hazard's come out this week and said, none of the players are against uh, Conte. They're all behind him. 
and they want to do him proud. So, I mean, the champions going to Old Trafford. Let's have a prediction. To be honest, I think it would be, be a draw. They'll most likely end up because they'll build the hype up ahead of the game and it will be a dull affair. But I'd like to see a United 2-1 win just so that, you know, Mourinho can stick it in there to Conte. <laughs> It'll be very interesting. That one gets underway just after four on Sunday, so it'll make for a cracking match. I wonder, though, I mean, let's quickly just touch on something that's been bugging a lot of Manchester United fans, is what's up with Paul Pogba and why does Mourinho play him in more of a defensive role than in an attacking position where we know he flourishes? I also ask that question, why not play to his strengths? Why are you playing him in a position he's, you know, he's not really, well, not, I won't say comfortable in, but it's not his, his strong suit. But I mean, there are other guys in the team that are that are willing to do that work and play defensive and do what the manager asks. And maybe that's the reason. Also, I, I read in the tabloids, they said that Paul Pogba wants to feel, you know, he needs to be loved and cared for and all of that. It's all rubbish. You know, you're being paid a lot of money to play. You should do what your manager says. Yeah, I think, you know, with a club like Manchester United, and um, let's be honest, it is the biggest club in the world. You can say what you want about Barcelona, Real Madrid, Manchester United is the biggest club in the world. And I think for millions, it's a dream to play for uh, Manchester United and don that famous jersey. And you would think with the wages that players are on, the fact that this club has got so much tradition, history, and so much success, you would die for that red shirt. You know, and, and I think question marks have to be placed next to Romelu Lukaku and Paul Pogba because, I mean, they're turning out to be flops at Old Trafford. Uh, I think flop on, Pog on Lukaku is a bit of a strong statement. Um, I mean, he's got 21 goals this season. Uh, he, okay, look, there are some games he disappears, especially in top six, but he does get them goals. And I've noticed recently his hold-up play has improved. But the thing is, if you're going to play counter-attacking, then you need guys who are quick to, to turn it you know, from defense up uh, into attack. And in certain games, the likes of Juan Mata and you know, uh, McTominay, they're not quick enough to turn their transition. But when you play with Lingard, with Martial, with Rashford, you've got that pace. I mean, a lot of the time, they punt the ball forward and it's Lukaku against four other defenders. Yeah. How is he supposed to score a goal? You know? But then, you know, in saying that, you should be scoring a lot more against, especially the top six. Okay, I'll take back flop from Lukaku, but it, I'll leave it hovering for Paul Pogba. Let's uh, turn our attention now to the relegation battle, um, because this weekend sees a lot of teams uh, in that bottom quagmire um, fighting it out. And I think, you know, you look at a team like Swansea and uh, their manager, it's just been... It's just been incredible what he's done and turned the club around. I mean, they, they're on a five-match uh, unbeaten run. And at one point, we was, you know, the two of us discussed it and said, definitely, they're going down. Time is up. I, I like their manager. I find him entertaining. He's, he's, he seems like something that they really needed. Uh, previous managers that they appointed all seem very, you know, military, strict, not having fun. And he seems... You know, with this light-hearted approach, he's getting results. Whereas if you look at West Brom and Alan Pardew, he's so boring that maybe his players also aren't responding to him. And that's why they now in last place. Maybe that's why they got to steal a taxi in Barcelona and get up to all 
sort of mischief <laughs> because they manage their soldiers so boring. But I mean, what what do you think about this uh, about Swansea's manager? You've read some of his quotes as well. Yeah, Carlos Cavall is a, a breath of fresh air. I, I was I had my doubts when uh, they recruited him from Sheffield Wednesday. But um, I think this quote, and it was talking to the BBC after that uh, incredible 8-1 FA Cup win over Notts County, that I think sums it up best. Take a listen. Uh, talking to the BBC after that, that 8-1 victory, and, and it sums it up perfectly for me. In all the jobs of the world and the, the confidence of the, of the leader, the confidence of the person, the confidence of each other is more high, you can do different things. You can do creative things. You can try different things. And when the atmosphere is, is fear or when the atmosphere is not uh, positive, it's the opposite. You protect yourself. You don't try nothing uh, because uh, you're scared about, about the, to take uh, difficult decisions. I mean, he talks about confidence. And with confidence, anything is possible. You can be creative. You can do whatever. And I think that's exactly what he's managed to get out of that Swansea squad. Because losing Lorente, Sigurdsson, massive losses. They, they lean heavily on a guy like... Um, Mawson, um, you know, I, I look at this guy and, and I just love the way he goes about things. Hands out Portuguese pies to the, the journos. Um, talks about substitutions like putting all the barbecue, uh, all the meat on the barbecue. When they famously beat Liverpool, which was a massive turning point, I think, in their season, he said, what does an F1 car do in traffic? <laughs> Couldn't move at the same pace. Exactly. He's, he's, he's definitely something, uh, something else. And I think he'll keep Swansea up if he keeps going at this, this current rate. Yeah, they're not out of trouble, though. 16th place. I mean, it's still very congested there. I, I think uh, there's a lot of teams that could be in trouble. Um, even you go up to Bournemouth in 10th, 31 points. They play Newcastle United. Newcastle in 13th with that famous win over Manchester United, which oh, I, off, man. I, I believe it's a huge turning point, though. Um, but I look at West Brom. Pardew, they say, has got two two games to save his job. They're in 20th. So Stoke, uh, still don't not a lot of confidence there. Southampton have just had a proper wobble. Um, Huddersfield's win over um, Bournemouth, uh, that was that was maybe a turning point for them, but also in trouble. So you look at all these teams, a lot can happen. A lot can happen. Let's have some quick pr- uh, predictions here, Mo. I'm going to put you on the spot. Um, for these teams, uh, we've got Bournemouth, Newcastle at uh, Bournemouth. It's easy, 2 0 two to Newcastle. They'll be up for it after beating United. They'll get some confidence going forward. I like the way you Bournemouth think. Been on, a, on a bit of a slide of late, and uh, I, I can't see them really picking up. They got hammered by Huddersfield. You know, that's a game they should be winning. And Slimani should be fit for, for the game tomorrow. So. It'll be interesting. Brighton, Swansea. Brighton are on a bit of a, a, a run at the moment. Um, but I think Swansea could prove quite a bit there. Maybe a draw? No, Swansea will win that one. I think they should They should win that one. Burnley, Southampton. Um, Sean Deitch, men a little bit sort of stumbly, but they've had a good season so far. I think they should nick it 1-0. Typical of Burnley, just, you know, pick up a, a win. And then West Brom, Huddersfield is another big match. That's a tricky one, eh? Uh, you know, Huddersfield are just floating above relegation. They've also been beaten a few times. So, But I think with all the negative stuff going around West Brom, I think they, West Brom will lose. I think Huddersfield will pick up a 2-1 win. Ooh. I, would li- I wouldn't mind seeing a, 
a West Brom win to put more pressure on Huddersfield, to be honest. But we'll have to wait and see. All right, um, before we get to the, the League Cup final on Sunday, um, let's quickly talk fantasy. A, a lot of people saying Mo Salah's the guy to put on the captain's armband ahead of this uh, match against West Ham. Although I still feel Harry Kane against Palace. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, you know, I'd go with Mo Salah. Hurricane uh, against Palace might be Palace might be a bit of a tough one. You know, their defenders defenders are quite big, and they might give him a hard time. Whereas Mo Salah seems to be just scoring for fun at the moment. The Egyptian god, he is incredible, absolutely incredible. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and obviously you want to dump your your City and Arsenal players because of the League Cup final. No, 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 no. You don't want to do that. Um, Arsenal and City play on Thursday, and that match falls under this game week. What? So, that is bizarre. It is, but I mean, it, uh, that's how it is. I think they just rescheduled the game. Okay, all right, I suppose. That'll be interesting. That'll be very interesting. And a, and a prediction on this League Cup final? I mean, Arsenal were very lucky uh, to progress in the Europa League after losing uh, last night. That was bizarre. And, and City, you know, I, th- I think they could just... Uh, be hungry after missing out um, being knocked out of the FA Cup by Wigan of all teams well Wigan have beaten them a few times over the years they actually do have a great record <laughs> the, the odds have to favour City they, did, you know, they didn't play uh, on a Thursday like Arsenal and they'll be fresh for it Arsenal and then again Arsenal love a cup final they're not they scared yeah. especially Wembley so you know, they, they, so I, I, I'm hoping we go to penalties. That'll be fun to watch. All right, that's uh, happening on Sunday. It should be very interesting indeed. Hopefully there's goals and penalties. And then uh, when we chat next week, we can talk all about what happened in the week that was. Mo, thank you very much for your time. Remember to catch us on iTunes, The Ginger's Perspective, csduplicy.co.za, cliffcentral.com, on SoundCloud. It's also on Facebook. Plenty options for you. Mo, your parting words? As always, be champions. There you have it. Hope you enjoy the football. Hopefully the Magpies come away with a win and put more distance between them and that drop zone. It's going to be a fascinating weekend. Enjoy the football.